Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 40. Jesus Christ, we made it 40 episodes. Kind of can't believe it as I'm saying it. I'm your host, Wax, here as always, with producer Keith in the background making everything sound good. Co-host Ads, as always. Ads, how are you doing? Surviving. It's um, two months and... Two months and a half of lockdown, and now we've got another month and a half of lockdown to go. Yeah. Doing Wasn't well. this podcast supposed to be like a dumb thing we did during lockdown, and now, uh, or not lockdown, but whatever, COVID, and now the COVID pandemic has gone on for a solid 18 months. Good times. Yeah. Good times, good times. All right. Joining us today at is a uh, recurring guest, Jason. How are you doing? <clears throat> oh, I'm pretty good, guys. Uh, I'm off work for a week, so I'm excited for that. Why are you off it. work for a week? I just... Doing? I have a shitload of vacation times left to use. All right. Have you, what are you going to do? Change your oil. No, I'm going to change it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm t- changing it tomorrow. Ah, because it's tomorrow for me now, so I just thought it was yeah. tomorrow for you. I forgot. Yeah, it's eight. It's eight p.m. All right. Uh, I'm driving to Sioux St. Mary, which is six hours away, and going camping with my friends. Oh, right. okay. So you have plans? It, yeah, not gonna I'm going to not be always online for a bit, which is wait, wait. scary. When when you say camping with friends. Do you mean actually camping like in a tent or do you mean like, yeah, we just got an Airbnb that looks a bit like a, like a cabin and we're camping. No, no, I got a tent and like there's oh, no power. You're like, actu- oh, you're actually camping. I'm actually camping. Yeah. I have to bring a battery pack, which I have to charge. Like did that's, you, uh, did you see that? Um, that like, yeah, that, that Esky, that's also a light. That's also a generator. That's also a fucking power bank for your phone it's also it's just like a billion things it was on um it was on uh not but what's the fucking not um indiegogo what's the other one kickstarter yeah it was on kickstarter and i think nobody ever got that and it cost like i never heard of it no i don't think anyone ever got this you know what the thing about kickstarter is they almost always actually do deliver the product but it's always like five years later and and yeah, and also sometimes they don't even deliver it to the people who back them on Kickstarter. They just sell it to other people. I remember uh, like 10 years ago, probably, I used to listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast a lot. And one of the guys got another guy a cup off Kickstarter that when you pour like a cup of water, it'll tell you on the outside, this is water. And like you tell, like you pour Coke in, it'll tell you it's Coke. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that one. Seen that one. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it ever came out, but he was like, yeah, it's coming. It was like four or five years later. I think it was called a vessel. Yeah, the funniest one was the hammer one. It's a legit hammer, but somehow it was in production hell for like thirty years. I I bought it for my dad's um, my dad's fiftieth, and I I've never gotten it. I've only supported two things on Kickstarter: that one, and then I su- supported the uh, Doom the the bot one, the Overwatch bot, the bot the robot one. It came out eventually. I never played it because I was just over Overwatch. What was it called? Keith Keith knows. The what? Bastion? No, no, it's the one where it's like uh, robots. It was a Kickstarter. It came out recently. Oh, Diabotical. Yeah, Diabotical. That's the one. I supported that one. Okay. That never took you, too long. You, 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 you really made that confusing because uh, I didn't know. I thought you were talking about like bots for, that would help you play Overwatch, but you actually meant. Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a game. <laughs> yes, yes. You meant a ripoff of Quake using robots. Yes, okay. It, Quake, whatever that is. Fucking sounds like an STD. All right, I, I got a couple of follow-up questions for both of you. So, ads one: What was so good about this hammer on this Kickstarter? Like, what was it supposed to do? It's honestly been so long that I can't remember. 
but it was supposed to be a hammer and a level and it was just like a lot of things in one thing and it had like some cool features but i, I just remember the hammer and the level as one of the main features that st- st- stood out in my mind Dude, it's, uh, it sounds like something. It sounds like something they sell on like late night TV, and you call a phone number and you get it. It's, it's a piece of shit. That's what it sounds like. I guess that was, but that's what Kickstarter is nowadays. It replaced those shitty like late night commercials, right? Damn, when you say that, it makes perfect sense. Mm, doesn't it? All right, for Jason. Uh, so so you're you're doing the kind of like camping that's well, how intense is it? Do you have to actually dig your own latrines and bury your poop and shit like that? No, no. So okay, like fucking the, casual the situation. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ads is sitting there judging me. Uh, they own like a plot of land here, so like they're gonna build a cottage there. So like they have some limited things, like they have like a dock, which is nice actually, and a boat. Um, they have a trailer there, but like there's so many of us going, we can't all fit in the trailer. Um, but like there's no electricity ran yet. Like it's still a pretty new project for their family. But you have like there are toilets and running water somewhere. Basically, there's some place. I don't know about running water. I know, I know, I know. I need to bring drinking water. Okay, sure. That's the thing I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand the um, having never gone camping. When people say they go camping, I don't understand because it seems to encompass such a wide range of experiences. There's like the true, like intense survivalist shit where you might die, and then there seems to be on the other end. Basically, you're just you know going for hikes and then sleeping in a valley. I hate to see you go camping. It would be the funniest thing ever. Wax how full goes camping. Yeah. I so, I think... so J- yeah, just just explain to me, Jason, like how intense your camping is in it's terms not. of the... it's not. Okay. You, you get there by road. No, zero zero chance of dying. But, Actually, to be fair, not zero. I gotta drive six hours. That's the most deadly part. <laughs> okay. And like it's so far north. I don't know if you've seen where Sea Saint Marie is on a map, and it's it's not spelled the way you would expect it. It's Salt Saint Marie. Uh, it's like there's moose and shit there. Like you could literally die driving there. But other than that, I'll be fine. Okay. The other question I wanted to ask you is like, what do you do there? Because basically, you set up camp. Do you just like hike for eighteen hours? Uh, no. They have a boat, so we're gonna go in the boat, and then you drink a lot, and that's about it. Yeah, drinking is a uh, core piece of camping. So camping is basically you wake up, you eat, you pretend to hike for like I don't know two three hours get back and then you just start drinking for the rest of the day yeah you also swim in there sometimes usually too all right yeah it's just an excuse really to spend time outside i was gonna say like there's only so much outdoor activity you can do before you get exhausted really like you can't hike for i mean you guess you could if you want to hike for 12 hours i don't think we're actually healthy unlike us wax you could hike for the ultra marathon runners are the, the weird kinds, man. Those guys who just like run for three days straight. I'm just like, oh fuck. All right, all right. Well, in any case, let's get to our first topic of the day. So, our first topic of the day is this really, really shitty BuzzFeed article I found on Twitter. I think they probably paid Twitter to promote it to me, and it was about how various celebrities have. Yo, these are not their real names. For example, like w- what was Jason shocked by? Jason was shocked that Olivia Wilde's name is Olivia. Were you being sarcastic? Well, I was. Or... I was very sarcastic. Of course, Wax. that's not her name. Right, Wax. No, first of all, was... I, I need to say something. First, yeah. The fact that BuzzFeed was right that in promoting this article to you, you would click on it and read it and want to share it with other people. I just want to point that out. Yeah. And no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't say that their their marketing was bad. The article shitty. The marketing was good. Marketing is good. And secondly, how did you not catch that that was sarcasm? 
Because Jason has like a very, you know, he has he has that kind of tone to his voice where you can't sometimes it's hard to tell. Jason, were you surprised by anything on this list? No, they're all terrible. Okay, they're literally all, all these terrible. are very I, obvious. Okay, okay, I'm not I'm not as much into like celebrity culture as you are in movies, so I found some of them to be surprising. Like I wasn't surprised to learn that they're pseudonyms, but I didn't know that the, that these specific ones were pseudonyms. I know and, about sixty percent of these. Anyway, it, anyway, I just wanted to use it as an excuse to talk about myself as usual. Classic, as per usual. So, so yeah. So the the podcast is Wax Shuffle. Everyone on the podcast calls me Wax, and that's not just an online thing because it's becoming sort of disconcerting lately. Well, I don't know if it's disconcerting, but I've noticed lately that the proportion of people I know in real life who call me Wax instead of my real name has gone up a lot, and it's just such a weird feeling, and I'm still not completely used to it because. Uh, my real name, well, my my, le- my legal name is Kenneth, but I don't use that. I go by my, my Korean name, Kwang Hee. But only, basically only like my college friends call me Kwang Hee, and now everyone I've met through gaming and through the internet, I just said, hey, just call me Wax, or they know me as Wax first, so they just call me that in real life. Yeah, this and is a become... completely self, so like, you made this happen. This is your own fault. That's like, true. when I met you, I'm like, what's your name? And you go, just call me Wax. I'm like... I'd rather just call you your actual name. You're like, no, you can just call me Wax. It is, a, yeah, no, I understand. It is a little thing of my own creation because because there there was a point where getting people to understand how to pronounce Kwangi in a way that I don't feel is terrible. It took too long, so I was like, oh, you know what? I and I don't, I really don't like the name Kenneth, so I, I just decided, you know what? People call me Wax in, online, so we'll, we'll just go with that. Yeah, that's not been a problem for me. I guess only people online people call me ads. Um, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes people do actually call me ads now that I think about it. But, like, they still call me by my real name, which is Adam. But Yeah, yeah. ads is a short form of Adam. Yeah, yeah, it's not like that big of a deal. <laughs> but my, my full gamer name, my full gamer tag is yeah. Adsmo Throat. Okay, and there's, there's, a bit of a, there's a bit of a history lesson on that one. Uh, yeah, tell me. So, and it also involves my favorite team, Manchester United. Okay? So, um, when I was... When I was in year 11 or year 12, I had to finally ditch my old gamer tag, which was cringe um, Call of Duty, um, Call of Duty Heads Up Dead. And obviously, I had to like, get rid of that because that was cringe. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> it, it, was, it was literally Call of Duty Heads Up Dead? Like that no, no, no. He- no, it's called, it was from Call of Duty. Like, it was when I used to only play Call of Duty. And it was Heads Up okay. Dead. You know, like, Heads Up and then you're dead. Right? I thought it was okay. smart when I was in, like, year fucking six. Um, <laughs> but... Um, Eventually, I needed to get rid of that, right? So, uh, I had to. At that time, I was growing out my hair, and I, 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 wor- I went to a school that was pretty strict on like hair, what you could do with your hair, right? Like no undercuts, no, not your hair can't be too long, it needs to be relatively well groomed. But like once you get to eleven year twelve, they kind of relax the rules a bit on you, and if you time it right, you can get decently wrong hair, sorry, long hair, but you got to time it at the end of the year like uh, November, December, right? So I was growing out my hair, I think it was in year 11. And um, when my when my hair gets super long and it also it's super hot, which it is in November and December in Australia, it curls up really badly and it looks like a fro, right? And people used to call me, um, they used to call me Fabio, or sorry, Raphael, who's an ex-Manchester United right back. He was famous for having a little bit of a fro, right? Um, so that's where I got the fro part, and then I just added mofo, like motherfucker, to become mofro, and that's adds mofro. That's the uh, origin story. 
I don't know if that's better than Heads Up Dead. Yeah, it probably wasn't, <laughs> but it was less cringe. And I it could like be easily shortened to ads. I that's think it's true. better. It's, it's, think it's, it's easily shortened? It's it's harder to say the whole thing. It's like Adsmo Fro. It's a little bit hard. It doesn't you really say ads, though. You don't it. actually say that the, the Adsmo Fro well, is purely I'm, a branding reason. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were an actual pro gamer and people were casting your games, they they just call you ads. No one what would you say mean? your they, old name. Hang on, hang on. Three syllable names in terms of hyping yeah. up are actually fantastic. If the crowd is chanting, yes. If the crowd is going to do like, that. Ronaldo! That's more than Ronaldo. Oh, maybe not. Hey, I was like, hey. it's more than three syllables. I thought it was more. I don't really follow that sport, so I'm going to blame it on that. I just find it a little bit, like, it's, it's a little bit weird when, uh, not weird, but I feel like the casters are having a little bit of trouble when they have to, like, rush through double lift every time they want to say it. Well, it's a good thing or when you're tired. Or, like, when they want to say Core JJ, I'm like, ah, just call him Core, man. It, it, it'll be so much easier on Core you guys. Core JJ is an issue. That one. It's a little bit, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough to, like, say quickly, you know? To be fair, I don't think they could say his actual name quickly either, though. Jason, have you always gone by Jason online? Have you never dabbled in the, the shitty 14-year-old No, 90s? I've never had shitty online names. Wow. I, 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 like, I'm <laughs> joking. Grade 1, I made my first email. and I was, like, yeah. 2001, right? Or grade 2. So, like, 2001, 2002. And my dad sat there and made it with me, right? So, uh, <laughs> I wanted to make it something, like, really lame, most likely. And he's like, no, 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 just just do your initials. And then, so me, my dad, my great-grandpa, and my great-grandpa, we all have the same initials. So he's like, just do your initials and the number four for your email. So that was my <laughs> Wait, why email. Why the number four? Were you the fourth person? I'm, I'm the fourth one. Okay, yeah, makes sense. So and I your, just... And your, and your dad is three, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, his God. email was one number higher than mine, uh, lower than mine. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, so, like, that was just what I used for online names for a long time. And then, like, um, I like my name a lot. I think it suits me really well. I think it's easy to say. So, I always just have used uh, J-R-N. And then there was a point where I had to add an extra number. It wasn't long enough. So, uh, I put a 2, because I like number 24. And pretty much it's either that or I just use my actual name on sites. I hate online names so much. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You hate them for other people? or Everybody. I wish they would go. I wish they would go. I don't like them. Oh, wait, wait. Like, literally everybody. Like, you, yeah, you I wish a, everybody just you, used their actual names. You, you are a fan of... So, so when you're playing a game of League of Legends, you wish it would just show that person's full name there, not whatever they picked. Yeah. Like, what... what I don't quite understand the psychology of this. I mean... I mean, you, you've been in the gaming culture for a while. Like, what's so weird? I just, I don't know. They're always terrible. Very rare. Like, I actually do think our group has a good group of names. Like, for our, like most people. Do you think the IDs are... So, you? it's not that you don't like the concept of having, like, a, a nom de plume. It's that you dislike the ones people choose. I think their names are just better. They're actual names. Right, but if if... Like theoretically, if everyone could pick a really good nickname, then you wouldn't mind. You don't like you don't mind the concept of nicknames in general. You just think people pick bad ones. I guess so. All right, that makes that makes sense. That's, that's fair enough. I, I was I was about to go in, but um, you you saved yourself from me going in. But yeah. I was I will say like, I hate my real name, so you know. 
That may be part of it too. I think my first like my familiar name flows so well. Like uh it just it's very smooth and easy to say and I, I would change my name if it wasn't expensive. It's too expensive. How much is it? It's like one K or something. What the fuck? No way. Don't people get married in Australia? That doesn't don't you have to do it then? I, I think that's free and technically you don't have to change your name. I mean Wait, what well, would you change it to? Do you have like any ideas, or you just? Want I don't know. To, I, don't I, like I didn't. Th- I didn't think about it too much. But when I was so, in like eleven and twelve, I th- I thought about changing my name very all, much. All you know, all you know is you hate it. Honestly, I was fine with keeping my first name. I just want to change my last name. The spelling of it's stupid. Oh, okay, okay. So this is like a uh, logistical thing, not really like a. Uh, yeah, nobody can pronounce my, pa- my last name. This this isn't a not, this isn't a I hate my parents thing. Though, though you know you hate them, you show your hatred for them in other ways. This is not yeah. one of them. It would like as a side, as like a side bonus. It would be great to just <laughs> screw my piss dad him off. just piss him off. Yeah, but that's uh, regardless. But I could also piss him off by getting a tattoo. But those are also expensive. <laughs> um, my middle name is like the short form of a long name, which is. Are you Ron? No, I'm Ray. I could be Raymond. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm technically J Ray, but is that a reference yeah. to something? I, don't, I think there's <laughs> gotcha. Ray J. There's Ray J. Ah, uh, yeah, I know Ray J. Yeah, so I'm J Ray. Producer okay. cool. Keith, hey Producer Keith, is your name actually Keith, or is this one of your many many uh, pseudonyms? I've never you seen you. Name. I've never seen you use the same name on any platform. It's always different on every platform I find you on. Uh, right now it's the same on everything but I change my name as much as possible the only reason so Keith is my my actual name and (laughs) I prefer people just uh, call me by that because it's easier to keep everything uh, like tracked I guess Uh, everybody uh, I, I have other names that people call me um, like family versus friends and stuff like that. Uh, but generally speaking, is Keith publicly, um, just because it's easier. And I used to use just use that as my online name as well. Um, but just for like a little bit of uh, separation from like known people and strangers, I use a like a more anonymous tag uh, online, and I just I. I literally always change it because I'm never attached to it. Um, like Twitter, I change my name like at the beginning of every year. Um, on like Xbox and stuff, I used to change my name all the time. I probably spent like because it, it used to be like ten dollars. The problem, I mean, it probably still is. It was ten dollars to change your gamer tag. What the fuck? Um, I changed. I probably spent like two hundred dollars changing my what? my gamer tag what? over time. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait! Is that is that because you don't want to be traced, or is it because you just don't have any attachment to names and you just want to change it up? No, I just I get up. bored of them, so I change it. Okay, it's pure aesthetic. Be part of the instrumentality. Some, I, I sometimes can agree with that it's like, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's I like I I don't like a name anymore, and sometimes it's purely just like uh, time for a new name. Like, why not? I I don't resonate with any online name. I I couldn't like get like an online name and be like, oh yeah, that's my name. Like you know. Yeah. So like right now it's uh like I have Crotagonist uh as my tag basically everywhere, and it's like weird when people call me Kuro, but I don't like. But it's it's always like 
strangers, right? That uh, use that. Everybody that I know just calls me Keith. So I don't like it's probably weird because of that, but it's, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't Well, how, how many like offline meetups do you used to go to before the pandemic? Cause like, cause for me, I, I used to go to a lot of them. So like, there's a lot of people call me wax, but I don't know how to do this for you. Uh, offline meetups I well whenever okay so I only went to things like rarely I only like like esports events I've I've been to like I don't know two I guess but I always go with people I I know and it's like as a like a spectator right so I'm just hanging out with friends I'm not like meeting people from online or anything like that under the guise of like the name right so it's always people that know me as Keith that are like going with me to things. Hey, so I met you. Were like... <laughs> yeah. Did yeah. you call him Kuro? No, I called. Well, his, back then his name wasn't Kuro. To be fair, I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what it was back then. But uh, no, I called him Keith. All right. Well, on Discord for a long time, it was just Keith, anyways. Because even if I yeah. had a different. Uh, you just nicknamed it? Username? Yeah, I had a nickname in the server. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Wait, so Keith, if you were a pro gamer in real life and people were like casting your games, you'd be want you want you want them to call you Keith? Or would you want them to like change what they call you every year depending on your ID? God, that'd be fucking so hard to keep track of. <laughs> uh no, they would just call me Keith. Even if I I would like I feel like if I was a if I was a pro gamer. I would just make my tag Keith. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Um, I would uh, do my last name. I wouldn't do my first name. Just because, like, I've I've had like, like, okay, thank you, Redfall, oh, yeah, King Slanum. Uh, it was it was okay, thank you. By the way, yeah, okay, thank was... you would be such a meme yeah. name. Actually, you know what? I would want you to be okay, thank you. <laughs> Like very I toxic. Use, in different games, I use like Chaos Obama, and they're all like. So the the reason for some of these names is just because they're they're like a play on my actual name. Like, okay, thank you is a play on my my like actual name. Because uh, so my first and my middle name is Keith Asante, and Asante is uh, thank you in Swahili. Okay. So, like going from Keith first letter K okay and then thank you is okay thank you <laughs> um and then like uh like chaos obama is uh taking the it, pronouncing it differently but taking the kei from keith and as from asante and getting chaos and then just slapping obama onto it yeah wax i just want to turn this real quick everybody else yeah. went through their origin but you just kind of like slid through it. Where does Wax oh. Angel come from? Oh, it's like super boring. Uh, it's it's a song by a Korean band I used to like back when I was like 13. So this is actually like my version of yours. Except this one held up okay. It's, it's not as bad as, uh, you know, like Heads Up Dead. But it held, it held up okay because I can just shorten to Wax. So okay. it's very, very simple. Also, also, I gotta say, thinking about it, I just realized that maybe like the the New York group of the Juju's is a little bit too, you know, it represents a very online cross section of the culture, I guess. Because I don't think I ever call Sheep Michael in real life. It's it's always uh, it's 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 always Sheep, but he doesn't seem to mind. I, don't I didn't even know ever, that was and, his actual name. I've known him for like four years. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing is that 
and the thing is that like he never told me like unlike me like I don't think we ever told each other hey just call me wax I think we just I think that for, so for other people who call me wax yes like Jason in 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 that case I did tell him just call me wax but I think like with like me and Sheep and it's like ZNF and, <laughs> and some of the some of the other group other guys in the uh, NYC group just being like such in we're just such insane nerds that we default to our online names all the time like Felix etc cetera, etc cetera. so. Uh, I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe it just says more about our group than anything else. Yeah, probably. Ads, would you would you want me to call you Adam in real life or ads in real life? No. I find Adam like so I feel like Adam's a different person almost. <laughs> like to to me. Wow. Like to me right now. Yeah. Like you know you know like how um some artists say like 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 alright, that's a terrible example, like Eminem and Marshall Mathers, Marshall right? Mathers. Yeah. Yeah, like that's a straight example. Like when he says, you know, Eminem and Marshall Mathers are two different people. Like, I feel like that is true for me as well, even though I'm not a star of anything. It just feels like Adam is my personality with my parents and with like a very small number of people. And then Ads is like, I don't know, my real personality? I don't know. So Ads is the guy who goes out to the soccer field and concusses people. Yes. When I'm on the soccer field, I'm no longer Adam. I'm Ads. Okay. I always right. uh, a joke I could be related to Eminem because his mom has the same last name as me. Mathers? No. Oh, I thought I don't know. His mom's last name isn't Mathers. It's not. It's his. It's his dad's last name. All right. First of all, if you know Jason's initials are JRN, how are you going to say that his last name is Mathers? We're also friends on Facebook as of yesterday, so oh, he that's literally. True. <laughs> And I think it's on my Twitter, my last name too. Like, it's not exactly a secret. Clearly, yeah, I didn't think about awesome. that much. Clearly, I did not think about that much. Although yeah. Jason, like, like you, you're you're a version to uh, IDs and esports reminds me of this this uh, argument I had. So when I was working on one of the BlizzCons, I I got to work with. So basically, uh, I was working in production, and we were working together with the Overwatch League production crew. And I guess one of the guys there, I don't know if he was like, they hired him from traditional sports or they hired him from esports. I'm going to guess they hired him from traditional sports, but he was going on about like how, like, like you know, like, I don't get why these StarCraft pro gamers or these, you know, pro esports pro gamers in general have got to use these IDs. Like, wouldn't it be better for the sports if they went by the real names? And then, I, you know, I, me being me, I had to go on this diatribe. Not, not a diatribe, but I, but I sort of brought up, hey, using nicknames in sports, like, Using nicknames isn't an esports only thing. Like, look at all these like legendary Brazilian soccer figures. They all go by their nicknames: Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Carincha, Socrates. You know, Pele. All yeah. none of these things are the real names. And uh, so, so I, I just want to, you know, posit that to Jason too. You know, like the use of nicknames, it's not, uh, it's it's Gameless. not esports only thing. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a traditional sports thing too. It's not like a, it doesn't it doesn't lesser the prestige of your sport if you do that. I got it's, called a nickname almost all of high school too, and it's nothing close to my actual name. Okay, a one you didn't like? No, I don't like it. <laughs> okay, that's probably why. See, yeah. see, as that as my therapist, that's why I also like my name, my nick, my nickname, because you can just add something yeah. to the fro part. You just yeah. change it whatever I need to be. So as as my yeah. therapist, that's the reason why you have a deep seated hatred. Of, well, um, so it's not deep seated hatred. I just prefer my actual name. No, um, when I was in high school, I was very tiny, and I I'm very quick. Because wait, wait, you uh, were short? 
I've always been short, man. I've only been tall. Like being tall is a recent okay, development. I, I, I thought you were gonna say I'm not tall. That was that no. would be a lie. <laughs> no, I'm tall. I'm not that tall. I'm just above average. I'm not like a giant. I'm a, just a. What's your height, by I'm, the way? I'm like 190. That's not above average. It is above I, average. Average is like 178 in most countries, right? Like there's variance, but that's roughly the average. So you're 12 centimeters taller than the average. If we were to create a bell curve, you'd definitely be on like. I'm in the top five. The last quarter, for sure. for sure. I'm not that tall. I'm just tall. That's tall. Anyways, I was fucking short. Like I, when I was in high school, I like my driver's license, which I got in grade twelve, says I'm 176. Wait, your driver's license tells you how tall you are? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So like, but just think about that. So that was in. I was seven. I was still 16. I was almost 17 when I got it. And I'm, I was like a full 15 centimeters, pretty much I grew. And that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I was always short anyways. And when you're short, you have to walk fast to keep up with people. Because yep, your legs are tiny. Um, so I was like okay. late for class or something one day. And someone told me I was going around like a scooter. So I was called scooter for like two and a half years. That's such and a even Canadian friend, nickname. <laughs> and even then, friends from high school still call me Scooter. Wow, yeah. it sounds like it sounds like you're being you're being bullied. It wasn't being bullied because it was like some of my good friends, but it just kind of stuck. Did you tell them not to call you that? No, it, it was. It's not like it's not like it's. I don't like it. It's just I prefer my actual name, and it's always been like that. It's like it's not like it bothers me. I just prefer my actual name. Mm, sounds like you're being bullied. As my no. therapist says otherwise. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. I like I like okay. my actual name. Unpopular opinion. Uh, Blizzard was right when they wanted to make everybody drop their aliases and use their real names. Did I, you I, just I, hear I right? right? Did you just hear what I told you? Come on, come on, come on, Keith! I just told you like nicknames have a long history in traditional sports. It's no. not like a Blizzard was right. Uh, actually, right. Uh, right. I would say I, I, I would say that, but uh, <laughs> I've learned in recent years, especially that uh, being forced to use your real name doesn't stop people from saying stupid stuff online. So yeah, it actually would have no effect. Well, look at like Twitter. This is almost a fantastic segue, but I want to. Uh, Say, even then, lots of sports people have shit nicknames. For example, Austin Matthews, who's probably the best American hockey player of all time. He's really good. He's current player right now. Uh, <clears throat> that's a pretty sick name, pretty marketable name, Austin Matthews. Like, very easy to say. He goes by Pappy. That's terrible. Uh, I don't know, Jason. Maybe, maybe you're being racist. I don't know. How is that racist? What? Yeah, what isn't Pappy? Is that... Isn't isn't Pappy from a different language? It might be Spanish. I don't know. But, Poppy, uh, sure. But Pappy, I don't know. Pap smear. P A P I. Yeah. Either way, he's right. from, he's from Arizona. It's not like I'm fucking what. Well, all right, you're all just right. Completely invading right, J- J- his. My fantastic yeah, J- segue. Yeah. <laughs> J- Jason might be racist. Who knows? He may or may not be. Which all is right. a perfect segue to our next topic. Right. No. So. All right, so, so I, I don't know if, if um, you guys... Do you guys watch Jeopardy? Let me ask that first. Who, who here like cares about Jeopardy at all? I watch Jeopardy at work in the background like while I'm doing work or like 
if I'm at home, like cleaning or uh, like doing something else, I like to have it on my background. I watched right, one that's... episode as um as research for playing Jeopardy with my class once. Okay, I'm Dude. roughly a hundred years too young to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. One right. Look, look, the, the average age of the Jeopardy viewer is only like 54, okay? You'd have to be like unborn to be 200 years too young. He's on nah, close enough. <laughs> okay. He's going to invent time travel. Okay. And maybe maybe already. Maybe has. already has. It would explain a lot of things. Yeah, okay. it would. Right, so. so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You, you come, you come from a future where, where being horny on main isn't seen as so uh, controversial. Anyway, it's not uh, even a thing. It's already this is, this is not fake news. Whatever. Whatever. In, in any case, so the story is: if you haven't heard, if you've been, if you're not American, I guess, or if you've been living under a rock in America, is that Jeopardy? Uh, you know, Alex Trebek, longtime host, beloved, fi- beloved host, really. He passed away, and they've been searching for a new host. And they've been going through this process of um, sending out guest hosts as sort of this open audition. And at the end of this open audition, they ended up picking, surprise, the executive producer of the show who had also put his name and put his hat in the ring to be the new host. So this was controversial at the time for a bunch of reasons, mostly just because of the optics of the executive producer of the show himself basically seemingly picking himself as a new host. And, you know, Sony, they claim that that's not what happened. They, they claim that as soon as he became a candidate, he removed himself from the process of selection. But there's some reporting that came out that says that's, that's not entirely the case. He was still, like pulling strings behind the scene to make it payable for himself. Whatever, that, that, that's not important. So he was named as the, as the new host. But recently, The Ringer put out an article that went into the past, into to 2013, 2014, back when he was, I think, the executive producer of a different TV show, and um, he had a podcast series, and it went for 40, 41 episodes. 40 episodes yeah, is also uh, the length of... That's, uh, <laughs> that's not a good sign for us. Yeah. So so basically, the podcast was... He, basically, back then, he was the executive producer of The Price is Right, another long-running, you know, beloved TV show. And he wanted to do this podcast, which is basically like a behind-the-scenes podcast for The Price is Right, and he'd bring on, like, guests and whatever. But what happened was... People, so apparently, no one cared about this podcast at the time because it's because you you understand it's just the executive producer, a non camera personality, doing a podcast about like a game show. Like, who's going to watch this shit? Like, Price is Right is watched by like sixty year olds. Like, they're not going to like look for the podcast about Price is Right. But what I actually ended up doing was just making this huge list of receipts of just objectionable things he said for people to dig up seven years later and say, hey, this is kind of an asshole. So basically to sum up sum up these comments, he's, uh, they were, so I would say sexism is the most um, prevalent theme in, in what he went on, what he said on the podcast. And from my understanding is he was just trying to, he's, the tone was supposed to be joking, whatever, whatever, you know, doing all this kind of shit. But uh, let me read you some comments. So in one 2014 episode, co-host Triffin discusses once working as a model at CES. Richard subsequently calls her a booth hoe, a booth slut. And the subject comes up again in later conversation with let's make a deal and answer. They, they repeatedly call her a booth boothstitute. Wow. Okay. And, you know, there's, there's some other... I mean, do you want me to read through all of these? No, we get the point. 
Okay, wait, say, wait, wait, the more you to say, like the greater chance of you being canceled. I'm just reading off an article. Yeah, but yeah, that doesn't matter. People can cut shit out of anything. Uh, uh, uh okay, whatever. That's so, not even top. That's not even top fucking five of wax on this pod. Uh, okay, 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 so okay, anyway, he repeatedly calls her a derogatory term for little people, a word he also uses to describe actress Tristan Chenoweth. Both that and the R word, which Richard uses in a January 2014 episode, are considered slurs. In the podcast third episode, Triffin discusses some acting roles she auditioned for. Richard says she should try out for Taiwanese roles because of her height. In another episode, after someone makes a non-specific comment about big noses, Richard jumps in, Ixnay on the Ozne. She's not a UJ, which is uh, basically making a Jew joke. So, Ads, how do you feel about our our, our potential of being public figures in, in a couple of years? You know what? I, I considered I considered one day running for parliament. <laughs> but I also like I'm, I'm I'm like I haven't like fully gone into it. I just like a not a dream because that that'd be weird to have a dream to be in parliament. Um, but it's just like something I've considered, and I have thought about the things I've said online, not just on this pod, by the way, just like online in general, such as yeah. in League of Legends. If anybody had um access to League of Legends, um, I don't I don't know how long Riot saves my my it's chat forever, box, yeah. It's it's, but, it's uh, forever. It's not. You said it on the internet. It's literally forever. But here's the thing, right? Like, I reckon by the time I would even get into a position to become that, whoever I'm going up against will have similar things. I just got to find his one first and got to hope that they're, his or her one's first and make sure that their one is worse than my one. I mean, what if this person is not a gamer? It doesn't matter. It's a sad life. <laughs> I'm running on the platform of gaming, by the way, so like, being a gamer is an advantage. Regardless, um, I just want to know, does, is this Triffin person a friend of this dude? Like, are they friends? I mean, she was a co-host, basically. She was, a work, she was someone who worked on Prices Right, and it seems like... So, so in the article, they say they reached out to, to her for content multiple times, and she declined. So I'm going to say I, like she at least seems to be... I don't know. I, well, you know, I don't want to judge. She, she doesn't want to comment on this, so who knows? Maybe at that time, she felt like she had to be part of this. Who, I, it's hard to judge yeah like if she came out and said you know like it was it was jokes between friends like you know i was perfectly fine with it even like again you could obviously argue that she's saying that but she didn't she didn't mean it um but like that would be enough i think to quell most of the concern with this i think no it wasn't just about her though it was about yeah but she's i feel like she was the main one right yes kind of um, and if she said like hey, it was a joke, whatever, then I I could see a way out for this dude. Nah, see see that ads like where you got it wrong is that so basically before this guy got into this before this came out this article came out he also had a bunch of like sexual harassment. Scandals. Oh, okay, so there's more than this, right? And basically what happened was none of them were you know in court they came out like none of them he was never like declared guilty of anything but he did settle there and basically there were numerous accusations he settled a couple some of them they found insufficient evidence but there were like multiple suits filed against him and these are the things that so that sony knew about so they knew about these and they decided that's fine like you know these don't hurt his image that much and basically they're so they're, and those things technically i would say are probably worse than any of like, any bad jokes you make on a podcast like Compared to like off-color jokes on a podcast, actual accusations of gender discrimination and sexual harassment in the workplace should be worse. But the reason basically they fired him or they made him resign is because 
the this article it, it makes him look like an asshole. It makes him looks it makes him unlikable. So it's really yeah. not because of a moral. It's not because of not a moral thing. Like the number one requirement of a game show host is to be likable in the public eye, right? So the real reason he's being fired is not because he's a misogynist. It's because people don't like him. So it's it's a very um, I, I don't know if like any justice was done in in, in a sense, but if, cynically speaking, like I, like Sony's not punishing him for being a bad person. They're punishing him for not being a, a marketable host. Yeah, I guess that if there was more to the story, then it it is kind of like sus. Um, but then I think you know, like, are they doing this because you you got to think the people who watch Jeopardy are gonna watch Jeopardy regardless, right? So they're clearly doing this for the potential Jeopardy viewers that they can get. I don't think that's true. Part of the reason I like watching Jeopardy is because I like Dallas Trebek. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's uh... on it. What? And he's not on it anymore, right? No, right. he died. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's he's no longer. Yeah, so the I reason. haven't watched Jeopardy since he's been on it. Okay. Uh, I did see in the news today. This is semi-related. Uh, his high school, which is in Sudbury, Ontario, uh, painted a big mural of him today. Mm-hmm. Oh right, Alex Trebek was Canadian. I forgot that. Yeah. So many Sudbury Canadians. is a very boring town. It is. Not yeah. a place I like to go. Uh, uh, what's what's the worst thing you said? What's the what do you think is the worst thing you said on the pod? What's the? I, I was thinking about this honestly. I can't remember any bad things I've said. I know I've said bad things, right? Allegedly. Well, I can't remember half. The, I can't remember half the things I've said in general. So, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't do much good self accounting here. I can't either. Most of the time, I'm talking absolute shit. So, like, it's hard to remember when you're just talking shit. If I was being somewhat serious for any of this pod, then, you know, we'd have that. I feel like most of my disparaging comments have been follow-ups on yours to try and either dig you further into the hole or dig myself into the hole with you. Keith, do you remember anything? I feel like you you might have the best memory on this. What have we said that's that's exceptionable, uh, that's, sorry, uh, objectionable that we should apologize for, like, right now? No, I don't know. I don't retain useless information. <laughs> Uh, but but before we move on, I do have a question because I need to know what is the end game here for who? My for, who? for us for for people attacking Jeopardy hosts. Like, what is their? Are, you, are they just gonna like go after answer. every selection until there's no host for Jeopardy? Or like that sounds like a success. To it me. actually does seem like that. Like every single one they pick doesn't seem to have like. A perfect, Wait, have there been more than this dude? Well, no, no, no. So what they did was they had everybody come on and host for a week or two weeks. Okay, so it's like the um they all WWE the WWE year where they just had people be the GM of Raw. Yeah, sure. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I think what I think what Keith brings up is basically sort of like a difference in like the generations, basically. Because in the era of Alex Trebek, like I didn't know what Alex Trebek was like in real life. I, I've heard some stories of him being nice, but maybe he said some like shitty things to his friends when he was, you know, privately. Like that's completely possible. We don't know. Like the idea of like a public figure who has a perfect public image is like it, it's impossible now. Everyone has receipts, so like looking for a replacement to Alex Trebek is kind of kind of impossible. Obviously, like this guy, like. He's so far removed in terms of likability for Alex Trebek that you know that's it's not even a question. 
but even people who even like you know the the better candidates they're they're no one's no one's completely clean that like that's just a, that's just a thing in the modern age you find the person who's the most unblemished basically yeah but are they like do they just specifically not like this guy or are they trying to like they're gonna eliminate everybody until they install lavar burden as the host of jeopardy like who like what what was the the like the oh. premise behind this so so okay so so you're getting into so basically the writer of this article claire claire mcnair she wrote a really long book about jeopardy last year and it was well received so she's a huge jeopardy fan and and, and during the cultivation during, during the writing of this book she cultivated a lot of sources so she's very in tune with uh, the jeopardy people and people who make the show so the vibe i get at least is that this guy was sort of shitty behind the scenes. So the people who were on Jeopardy kind of didn't want him to be there anyway. So, oh, so he's so, just like uniquely unlikable. Like he, he's yeah. an easy target. Right. Right. Like basically uh, like what fair, like whether he was like actually shitty behind the workplace or like whatever, people just didn't like it. They had a grudge regardless. It seems that like, it seems pretty obvious by, by Claire's reporting that. So the things he said on the podcast, were they real, but by the reporting, it does seem that he was very unliked. And people had a reason to want to not be on the show. Okay. So it's not so, just yeah. like a if, until you put our candidate in place, we're just gonna like yeah. coo everybody that you choose. It doesn't. It, it doesn't seem like this reporter. She has any preferred candidate. It's just that her and the institution behind Jeopardy, all the people who work there, they all seem to have some sort of uh, invested interest in not having this guy, Mike Richards, on the show. Okay. And the, the and the, the air could be anyone else. They they are just very anti this guy because he seems to be because there seems to be a, uh, evidence that people really don't like him in general. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay, well, how about in in favor of um in a preemptive apology? Mm-hmm. What would be your preemptive apology to cover Waxafu and me? Because I'm going to be a politician eventually, and people are going to pull this up. Oh, so, man. How could you save me? I don't, I don't think there's a way. I think the only way is to become like a really, really popular comedian because really, really popular comedians can can just like hover over their shitty jokes in the past. Like, have you noticed that? Like, basically, like if you are a successful comedian, you get to say anything that's sort of off color, a little bit edgy, and just say that you were doing comedy. Yeah, that, if you're that's a shitty just an expectation. And if you're a shitty, but if you're a shitty comedian, you can't do that. It, it's just you like, have to be good enough. Okay, so, so there's a there's a bar. You have to you have to surpass the bar to get right. that. That you know, I'm I'm okay with that. You know what? If you got to be yeah. good enough, yeah. Like you don't yeah. just say you're a comedian and get the get the um immunity, right? Like you have to be good enough. Yeah. Like there's a bar to. I I prefer if it was like um, there was like an actual bar, like a fucking lawyer bar, um, that you had to pass to get into that echelon of comedians who get to say whatever the fuck they want. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it only works for jokes. You can't tell like awful edgy jokes and then also masturbate in front of women in the hotel rooms when they don't want you to. I mean, yeah, exactly. uh, isn't that guy back? What's his name? I forgot his name. Louis C.K. I don't think he's, he's not, back. I haven't seen him. Not back. Is he not he's back? He's not back. Back. Well, oh, he's, he's back. He's back at comedy clubs, but he can't. He'll probably never be on TV for another like at least five years. Okay. He won't be doing. He won't be doing big things. Like he's in the comedy scene, but he's not doing like he used to be doing movies and TV shows and shit. Yeah. Okay. 
if Chris Brown can come back, I think anybody can come back. That's fucking. Uh, I'm never right, leave right. to come back. Uh, all right, that's like another. That's like another type of odd thing. There, Chris Brown is like a fucking mystery. You know, like the re- like. How the fuck like, did he get allowed to come back? That I know. Makes me so he, angry. He he is the anomaly. He is like the the weirdest anomaly in the entire. I don't think he's game. fucking talented at all. That's okay. a big thing. Uh, okay, no, hang no, on. No, 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 no. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He is he's super talented, but no, I don't know. Like I would say, there's definitely people that have been canceled more, which is fine. I don't care that are more talented, but like this guy literally almost fucking killed a woman. You know, like nah, that's fine. He's good. Yeah. He's can you think of any other like more anomalous situation where someone did something that bad, but nothing? Well, I mean, obviously he uh he went he had a crip, he went to jail he went to jail right or would, was probation I think it was eighteen months of probation I forget what it was probably was probation right right because he, he, he was convicted I remember he was definitely convicted of the crime but I don't think he served any time so I think it was uh, like some sort of yeah I mean also Kelly R Kelly's also fucking canceled he's Wait, fucking, yeah so, but he got canceled so much later. R. Kelly was already on the on the down downswing yeah, of his career by the time he got canceled. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the trick. Chris Brown is both young and attractive, and so people forgive him. Yeah, like Chris when Chris Brown did what he did, he he was at the you know the top of his game, so to speak. Yeah, so like, and there were people that like literally were blaming Rihanna. So. Like solely because they were attracted to Chris Brown, they were like, it must be her fault. Um, what's it called? Dr. Dre beat yep. his one ex-wife. I remember that. Yep. I, I mean, That's... I think like there's 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 definitely a, a like an expectation of there, there's a higher bar for musicians than there is for any other. I mean, like you don't have to just go in hip hop and R and B. You can go into the allegations oh, yeah, even around John ro- rock and yeah rock and roll um stars and their extremely mm. um, inappropriate relationship with fans and groupies and um. Whether those fans were um, of age or not, I mean, some of them have admitted to straight up say, "Yeah, she was like th- they were like thirteen, who gives a fuck." So, like, I think music in and of itself is a completely different um, bubble because the um, the fandom that attaches itself to music um, is, you know, completely different to any other fandom. That it exceeds fandom in every other aspect. Wait, okay. Also, so, so, to answer, hold on. To answer your question, though, Wax, OJ. Mm, interesting. Okay, sports as well. No, no. But the thing is, he, no. That was a trial. After that, he didn't get to do anything, though. That's the thing. Like his movie What's... career ended. He didn't get to. He didn't get to do any broadcasting jobs. So, tech, so even though he was declared innocent in the trial, he was tech, his career did end. So. So I, I think that's like I don't know if that's a good example. Yeah, but then he got a book deal, which got canceled. <laughs> hey, this, I know the only thing about, I know about like, that book case. is yeah. is the title. I have no idea whether whether it actually happened or not. So, so there's there. It's supposedly he pitched. There was a book that could have been made called "If I Did It," where O.J. Simpson would have wrote a book about if I had. But hypothetically, if I was the murderer of Nicole, um, uh, what was her name again? Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman, uh, how how would I have done it? And I don't know how real it was, but as soon as like any sort of like you know any hints of this book came out in public, it got so much bad press that it was instantly shut down. So no one really knows how close it was to actually being published. But this was a thing that may have been real. Yeah. If I did it, 
It's probably yeah, like, I remember probably that. actually a bad example. You're right. I, I think like musicians just have an allure that exceeds the current scope of cancelability. Hmm. Like, do you think the baby's gonna get cancelled? I don't think so. I, well, no. Did we, did we talk about this last week? Like we said, he is getting kind of cancelled in the sense that he's losing bookings, so he's losing income. Yeah, I yeah. Don't but know if he's do gonna... you think that's gonna be a long term thing? I don't think so. Oh, probably. I guess I think I, I think he drops some tracks that like gain any sort of traction, and just purely off of how much star power he'll have, he'll be back. Well, the interesting thing about the baby is that people don't like him though. He wasn't likable before, but yeah. like, he still has a massive fan base. You know? Yeah, but I, I like I don't think that like he'll ever recover in the discourse because people already didn't like him. But he'll be like fine, like career wise. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, I mean, basically, as like your uh, underlying assumption is that the power to cancel, to quote unquote, cancel someone lies in the people, not in the people, not in the power holders. Basically, the fans cancel, not their ex- executives. Yes, one hundred percent. I guess for music, that's true. Be, yeah, because yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So the the fans in music, at least, the fans are the ones who choose to buy concert tickets and the like, ones who choose to stream, who choose to stream I, and all that stuff. I don't listen to any songs that have Chris Brown in them, but most people will do that. Like there's a really, really good Kanye song. It's one of my favorites. It has Chris Brown on it. So I just said, ah, you know what? Not going to listen to that song. So, ah, wow. Well, that's just like you know, a rule that I have. And now, now there are other people who've done horrible, horrible things. And you could say, well, you know, um, what do you want to call it? Fucking, if, if, if you go really get down the hole, you eventually get to the point where you have anyone to listen to, basically. I, I thought you'd be more of a uh, separate the art from the artist person, no? He, th- there's a there's like a point, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a point of uh, there's a point of no return, and I think um, Chris Brown hit that point of no return. How about you, Jason? Do you do you strictly separate the art from the artist, or is it also for you on a kind of like weird continuum? Definitely depends. Like I think. Uh, like I don't, I couldn't tell you a single song by Chris Brown. Actually, the only one I can think of is that Alicia Keys song that he just also happens to be in. Okay, see, Jason thinks doesn't understand how big Chris Brown actually is. Dude, how much R and B do you actually listen to? Wait, wait Jason, uh, how about R, what about R Kelly? You listened to R Kelly when you were a kid, right? No, I grew up in middle of nowhere, Ontario. Of course not. Are you kidding me? Mm. Um, you know, what, about Mike, what about Michael Jackson? What about Michael? Jackson? Uh, I like Michael Jackson. Okay, and you don't mind the allegations against him, which you know, depending on how nothing was nothing was proven in court of law. But I think because it's not you... proven, sure. Like for example, I love the Beatles. I think the Beatles are one of the most influential bands of all time. I can recognize that John Lennon was a terrible person, <laughs> and uh, he's already dead. So like maybe that's okay. Um, like Kanye West. I really like Kanye West's music, but he's kind of annoying. And, like he's definitely got his issues, but I still listen to Kanye West. Okay. So I don't know. I, I, I think, would say I think the thing with Chris Brown, right, is people all, all remember the um the Rihanna thing, but there's been more things, right? What really? Yeah, n- yeah, yes. Um, you should research them. But TLDR, it's un. Now there's like allegations of whether he knew about it. But there have been situations where he's brought women back to his mansion and they haven't been allowed to leave and there might be rape allegations against 
people in his entourage and it's been kind of described as like a sex dungeon kind of thing where you are essentially kidnapped and people like allegations have been unclear whether it's been like it's never been proven but like that that kind of thing and it's been like many women who've come out and said similar things that are you know whether or not he was a part of it like he has to have known it was his fucking house so you know um but yeah like again it, it is kind of hard it's somewhat hypocritical because there are other artists who have done similar similar things right like yeah, am i not going to listen to something produced by dr dre for example which would be yeah, all of eminem's sure. stuff and i, I, I love i love dr dre that's the be thing, right? all of eminem's first four albums so you know yeah, and I, I do think that be... people can get better. Like I am a big, not a big believer, maybe, but like I am a believer in people re- recovering and like doing better, learning from their mistakes. But uh, I don't know. Like I just, I don't think he recovers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does seem that as long as you keep putting out like very, uh, very popular songs, people are going to forgive you no matter what. People like well, you got to think about it. Drake too. Not that he beat anybody, but he always gets accused of uh, really awkward interactions with very young women. I think that's a meme, mainly. Uh, I've seen some videos of him talking to like, girls at concerts and stuff. Either way, it's definitely, it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's like as bad as Michael Jackson, but uh, it's definitely like, these are kind of serious allegations. That I, are people I, I, I just want to say these are all allegedly. Everything we've yeah. said in the past 15 minutes has been yeah. allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> Except the except the ones that were proven in courts of law. Yeah, those, those were not allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you tried to tell people in Toronto not to listen to Drake, they'd be like, "You're fucking crazy. No way." Like, to amount how big this guy is here is crazy. Like, he's the big every. I think he's the biggest star in the world. Yeah, but like, he's extra here. Like, you can't walk down the street in Toronto without hearing Drake on the radio. All right. But by, by by the way, so speaking of concerts, let me try this awkward segue into uh, to our next topic. So a couple of weeks ago, we learned about one of Disney's new attractions coming in. I think I think next year. It's the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, which is basically a resort that is designed as this virtual, not virtual, like like it's basically you know they they've created a hotel that's supposed to simulate the experience of being on a spaceship going through space and it's going to cost over $750 a night up to like $1200 a night depending on how good a package you buy and obviously people were and both people were you know both people were like you know infuriated because there's a lot of starcraft fans and there's not uh, not starcraft sorry a lot, a lot of star oh, wars fans yeah, a lot of Star Wars fans. Not not many Starcraft. Fans. Not many. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> overstating how many Starcraft fans are left. <laughs> yeah, so I was gonna say a lot of Star, a lot of Star Wars fans. Not many Star Wars fans who can afford this. But I was thinking at the same time, like, like, like I can understand. I can I can still understand the price because seven hundred fifty dollars for something that you know, like an important experience you're gonna do like maybe once in your life. It's you know, I, I can sort of sort of imagine it. And so like tying into the concerts, like ads, like what's like a you can see yourself probably paying seven fifty for a certain music for a very specific concert musical experience, right? No, I don't think so. I really? think mu- no. mu- music's already like super expensive for a variety of reasons. But um mm-hmm. like if you if you go to like say an Eminem concert, I know somebody who paid for the fucking whatever it's called, the platinum experience or the backstage experience and they cost 750 maybe more you know what i mean i don't okay. remember exactly how much they paid 
but those those exist like already right right but you, so, but you get like that you know vip section you get the um you get like drinks and then you get to meet the dude for like five seconds and they shake your hand or they just like wave to you something and then they walk past but yeah like that exists like yeah. it already exists and people pay for it obviously but, yeah that's, that's why I was, that's why i was asking you like there, there's like no artist you would do that for no probably not 750 bucks not, is a lot okay well this, this is 70 okay what, what about well what's the cost then like let's let's think about your favorite artist and you could have that experience like how much is the worst name the artist and how much you'd be willing to pay I don't think I would pay no none. Like even if it was like Kanye or something, I still wouldn't do it. And, and, you, and um, you're saying Kanye? You're saying Kanye is your favorite artist, basically? Yeah, I would say Kanye or Lupe are my favorite artists. All right. So, well, how much would you then? A live artist, anyways. There are other artists yeah, that I consider higher, but they're not alive. Right. And, well, in that case, how, like, how much would you be willing to pay for a good seats at a concert then? I'd pay like two hundred, two fifty max. Okay, well, I feel like the the gap there isn't like that huge. In that well, you got to think too. That's that's odd. That's that's, that's like one seventy US. Yeah, but that's how much they US. cost now. You know what I mean? Like that's the cost of them now. And I, and I consider them considering like if you look into like how much concert tickets resell for some concerts. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm just saying to add or to wax because like two fifty US is a big difference from like our money. Right, right, right. <laughs> but like, it, but I feel I feel like given that. You know the Star Wars experience. It's also it's a full day thing. A concert, yeah, like it's how full it, day. A concert, like hours. you know, it's like it's like two hours. So if you're willing to pay like one fifty, you know, one seventy for your favorite artist to watch them for like two hours, I don't think that this Galactic Star Cruiser thing is like as not. I mean, obviously it's it's you know exorbitant, but in context, if you think of this thing as like a special treat you're going to do once in your life, it's not as expensive. As, I don't think it's like I don't think it's absurd. Oh, yeah, well, well, there's no real picture of this, right? So you don't actually know what it looks like. They're, they're just I mean, like, it's Disney. Um, it's Disney. They're gonna do it. You, you know, they're but, gonna do it, right? Yeah. They, like if it's something br- like br- the Disney, like Disney World or Disneyland, was yeah. it? I can't remember. So um, you guys, I don't think in the last year you haven't been to Disneyland or Disney World. Nope, really? I've yeah, never I been. Not. I've never been. Yes. Yeah, so, so give us your insights. Uh, so at Disneyland, I went in February 2020, which is spooky. Uh, <laughs> they have. Yeah. Um, a Star Wars like area there, like smaller one, Galax- yeah, yeah, Galaxy's yes. Edge, which is really well done. It like it's very hard to describe. It does definitely feel like you're just in a place in Star Wars. It's, they really killed it, but yeah, they, they have they, they, a new ride recreated... called the Rise of Skywalker or something. Oh, or no, what's it called? That's the movie. What's the ride called that is new? Um, regardless, regardless, either way, ride. they have a ride, and it was literally the, one of the coolest things I've ever experienced in my life. It, and it's part of it. And if it's anything like if this uh, hotel package is anything like that, I think it's worth it. Isn't there also Wait. a section in Disneyland where you make um, you make a what's it called lightsaber lightsaber? Yeah, and that costs a lot. Like it's one fifty. It was a lot. It was two fifty US. I bought one. Oh, it's more than I thought. Yeah, so <laughs> to, to to actually be part of you can actually be part of the making thing and not keep it, and it's free or no, you can't. No, no, you can make it and not buy it, right? I thought that was the case. No, no. Why did someone say that on a vlog? You, if, like, it? let's say I was buying it, you could come with me. Okay, maybe that was the thing. That, that's I, maybe, it. maybe at the start, because this guy went when it first came out. Um, wait, but I'm pretty sure wait. he said something like, "You didn't have to buy it, but to buy it, I had to." Buy yeah, it. it's 
Wait, sorry, sorry, Jason. Could you describe the ride? Um, Vaguely. it's not really a ride. It's more like an experience. Like <laughs> you, uh, so you get on, and then you you're kinda in a seat. Like, yeah, you're, you're in a seat. I think thing. you're in a seat. In, in an and uh, it's like your spaceship gets trapped. Uh, you get kidnapped, pretty much, right? Like you get mm-hmm. caught, captured by the first order. And then um, the rebels come and save you, and like you have to like run out of the place. Oh, uh, like your 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 being, like you're actually yeah, your person. Yeah, and like you get on the escape ship and like run away. All right. So how how much, Jason? How much do you spend at Disney total for that one day at the? Uh, Just a lightsaber. I got a free ticket. Oh, you got okay. Oh, you got a free ticket to Disney. Yeah. So, oh, so you only had to spend money for the lightsaber. Yeah, which is why I bought it. I wouldn't have bought it if I had to pay for a ticket. I think Disneyland tickets are two hundred bucks for the day. All right, but but can, but no, knowing now the quality of the experience they provide, can you see sort of like the value? Do you see the reasonable value of like seven fifty per night for you know for for uh, two nights? You can it's sort of kind of like you said earlier, day. where it's something you do once. Right. It's not like this is a. I'm going to go to Disneyland. And I'm just going to stay at Disneyland. It's I'm going to do this. And it's like a movie that you only want to watch once. Like I wouldn't expect people to do this twice. And if they did, it's kind of weird, especially because it's a planned itinerary. So unless they come up with future itineraries. Yeah, I just keep thinking of like, this is not I, the obviously I understand why the Internet backlash was so huge. But when I think about other like luxury experiences or special experiences people buy for, th- buy for themselves, like if you go to like a dinner at a fancy restaurant, like a Michelin two or three star restaurant, and you get the, you know the the, the prefix or whatever the tasting menu, those typically cost like two hundred three hundred dollars, and that's for, and a dinner lasts how long? Like the, the dinner experience is like two or three hours long, and this is like an all day thing. So, uh, like a very common thing about living in Toronto is the Toronto Maple Leafs are a very expensive hockey team to go see. So a common uh, way to describe it is if you want to go to a Leafs game with, like, a date. Like, if I was to take a girl and I was going to buy tickets and then we go out for dinner and then typically, because it's in Toronto, you'll stay overnight or something just because of uh, it's an hour away. And typically, it's a 1000 bucks for the night to go Wait, to a hockey game. Like a regular season hockey game? Yeah. Oh, Jesus two, Christ. Two seats. So that's 500 bucks. And then, wait, regular wait, regular season seats are five hundred bucks. No, two hundred bucks, fifty bucks each. Okay, for decent ones. Are these no, like no, shitty no, ones? No, or? no, these are shitty seats. These are in the three hundreds. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, lease tickets are astronomically unfairly priced. It's okay. legitimately cheaper for me to drive to different places than it is to go to lease. Okay. Um, but anyways, that's another point. And then by the time you get dinner, and then food at the arena and stuff it's about a thousand bucks gas it it's pretty much what you got to plan for so, so you're so saying if i was to spend a thousand bucks to go to a hockey game and that's a two-hour event i don't see how that's any worse or better than this event would you actually spend a thousand dollars yes i would what the fuck oh for for the leafs yeah okay i'm literally All right. contemplating going to multiple hockey games this year but again, okay. I'm going with my friends, so I won't be spending that whole amount, right? Like, I'll be buying just my own ticket. But, like, I bet you if me and, like, a group of four friends go, my visa bill for the tickets will be, like, 1200 bucks. 
which is like so fucking dumb. I actually don't think the seven hundred fifty dollars is too much. No, and that's yeah. You might have missed that part, but yeah, uh, that was your conclusion. That was my conclusion. Yeah. I actually think it's fairly priced. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's what that's what both me and Jason are sort of saying. Like, like compared to other things people pay for, like the amount of money people pay for things, and how good an experience Disney seems to deliver. Seven fifty per night for like a full day experience seems like it seems within the like a reasonable yep. bound. Let's, I agree. Yeah. If you if you treat it as like a very special like all you know like once in a lifetime or like you know a few times in life experience, J- Jason, is there anything except sports that you'd be willing to spend like just of money on? Like does this galaxy thing, the Star Wars thing, does it does it interest you? Potentially yeah, one hundred percent. I want to go to the sand at some point. Oh, oh, so so you you are actually thinking about it? Yeah, uh, I will at some point end up going to this. Oh, you will? Not even thinking about it. Like, you, no, yeah, decided. yeah, no. There's no thinking about it. I've always been. <laughs> I'm gonna be going to this at some point. Okay, wow. Probably not Keith. for a couple of years, but. Oh, Bruce Keith, what, what do you what do you think about? Uh, do you think we're just insane fans? Do you think this is still a scam? Uh, no. Uh, I'm, the first thing I will say is I don't think that the price is ridiculous. Um, I I think the pricing is more or less fine. I would be very reluctant to ever pay for it um can i so, ask you what you would pay what kind of experience you would pay for nothing nothing I, I would i would never well okay here's here's what i was what i was gonna say though there's there's nothing i would ever see of this type or the price for it and not have to think about it Right. Like it's, it would always be a debate and it would always be like a situation where I would min max the amount of people that I would share it with to reduce the cost for everybody. Uh, so there's like, there's like packages where it's like, uh, I think the room breakdowns is like the, the biggest suite is like, uh, up to like eight people or something like that it's like eight or 12 people something eight ten twelve something like that i would like maximize the amount of people that are splitting the package to reduce the individual cost and that would be the only way uh that i would ever pay for anything uh like this it's it's still like 750 per person at like minimum like they've made it that way it's you can't go lower than that. It's around that still. Um, it's just because uh, like it's uh, how do I describe this? Um, it's like a like you're you're essentially paying for a memory, right? Like right. I I get Experience. nothing. Uh, but it's not even it's not even like. I, I don't know. It's not even like an experience really to me uh, because it's uh, I, I have a hard time looking at things that aren't tangible and ever being like, okay with uh, like the cost of, 
of something. Like I'm not interested in, I'm not really like interested in paying for like an experience or something like that. I don't know. It's hard to describe it. Like, so Jason like sees this, right. And he's like a huge fan. The experience is cool. And he's like all in at the, I don't know if it's all in at whatever price, but it's all in at this price. Um, but I see it and I'm like, I could possibly one day do this, but it would be like pulling teeth trying to get me to follow through with it. It's definitely a lot of money. And like, I, I don't think it's for everybody for sure. All right. But like, I can no also think of other things that I would do it for. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. no matter how cool I think it is, I'm just like, uh, I could just like not do it, you know? That's not it too. I like, I'd like to do this. If I don't do it, oh, whatever. Like, I'm not heartbroken about it, right? Like, it's definitely wait, a lot wait. of money to spend. But wait, I would Jason, like to do, do you say you had other things too? Like, like you can think of multiple yeah, other like things. Yeah, like if, I, if I could do a, like a full tour at Apple at the actual headquarters, <laughs> 750, <laughs> I'd do that. What? Meet Tim Apple. I would love to see a tour of the app. I would love it. I'm, yeah, and meet Tim what? Apple. What? I would love it. <laughs> it's such Dude, a random can, fandom. Can, it's not random, man. I'm an engineer. It's very interesting to me. I'm a big fan of their products. I I would be so... Big fan, proud. by the way. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Tim Apple, if you're listening, big fan. hit me up. I'll pay 750 At... <laughs> Ads, I'm sorry if I'm pigeonholing you into music. Can you think of anything, sports or whatever otherwise? Like no. you would pay that okay. nothing. Nothing. No. Okay. Alright. I would pay some money, but I wouldn't pay some but again, like this isn't there are people who are just more into it than me, who don't like money as much as I do. Um <laughs> That's the thing too. We kinda of said I value memories over money. I, was, well, I, I value memories, but I'm thinking multiple memories. I was going to ask, yeah, it's like, what are you, what, what are you going to do with your money? Like, what, what do you plan to buy with it then? What do I plan to buy? The thing with me is, I like, same. I like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do the sleeves, and that, that, that's like five k there. Um, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I value. I've, <laughs> this is going to sound bad. You value value. You value. No, 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 I, don't, value. I don't value value. I value getting value out of my money for the amount of copium I can get. Right. And if I buy lots of things that cost not as much money, I can buy more things. And then, like, the serotonin, just, like, it's, it's small doses, but it's, like, consistent doses. And I value the consistent doses over the um, oh, over the big one dose. big dose. Microdosing. Yeah, I'm, I'm a microdoser, yeah. Okay. I, I'm not even joking. I think if I could meet one famous person in the world at the moment, I would pick Tim Cook. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think he'd be my one. What the fuck? Literally right. just drowning in the Kool Aid right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that I would splurge on, uh, but it's not like there would have to be a purpose for it. Is uh, like a WrestleMania VIP package. But when I say there has to be a purpose for it is it would have to be like uh a like a gift for like a major event in a friend's life or something like that 
yeah uh like for like as like a wedding gift or something like that and we like go out as like a group to a wrestlemania with a vip experience like that is something that i would that i'm like all for but just like on a whim or something like that dropping like a couple thousand dollars for a vip package to wrestlemania i would never do yeah, I, I thought of something as well. I thought of something as well. If I, if my rugby league team, Paramount Eels, Glorious Paramount Eels, were going to play in the grand final, and I knew, and I knew this is very important, I knew they were going to win the grand final, I would pay whatever it took to be there on that day. The last time Paramount won a grand final was in 1986, and we burnt down our stadium in celebration. <laughs> I'm oh, not, not a joke. They actually did. Um, so I plan to die. Die or go to jail. One of those two things happens if my team wins the premiership. I paid about a thousand bucks to see Team Liquid win their first Celsius trophy in person. Okay. See, literally oh. the Kool-Aid. Literally drowning hey, in the Kool-Aid. Do you make a thousand dollars for the ticket or a thousand dollars for the flight, the fucking hotel? Tickets? Yeah, okay. No, 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 no. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. No, no. Okay. No, 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 right. no, 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 it, no, it, it totally counts. It, it totally counts. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, 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 it totally counts. Okay, fine. It totally counts. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I was going to answer, like, for me, it's similar to, to, to you guys. It's probably sports-related. Like, if the Knicks were in the finals, I, I'd pay, like, a 1000 to see a Knicks finals game. If, I, if they lost, I'd be really sad, but I'd, I'd, I could do it, like, once or twice. Um. Yeah, and then a Leafs playoff game. I don't even want to know how much the tickets would be. If the Leafs made the Stanley Cup finals, I'm not even joking, I bet you the tickets would be in the 20,000s. Montreal tickets yeah. for the Stanley Cup Finals, and Montreal is like very cheap compared to Toronto, like to buy tickets for there. They were like fifteen thousand dollars mm. this year. And you're and you're saying you'd pay it? No, I don't think I'd pay it for the Leafs. <laughs> I, I I would uh, pay, I pay anything. I would take out a loan. Wow, I, I would literally pay anything. Okay. Um, also, we're, all, we're all drinking the sports Kool Aid. No, yeah, I got one other good one. I would like thing, to do. Uh, oh. Last thing. When, because I just want to put this out there, when I say that I'm not interested in memories and doing these things, it it's the memory of the specific thing that I'm not interested in. Like I'm not interested in the memories of going to WrestleMania or the memory of a WrestleMania, but I would enjoy being there with friends right so like i would never do any of this stuff alone but doing something with friends of the sort is what would be the like the deciding factor okay do you go to um do you go to like cinemas or sports events alone ever uh theater yes sporting events no Okay, so I do both of those alone. So I'm perfectly fine being alone. But what what Keith is trying to say here, for the people who don't understand it, like me, who have no understanding of, of this, is Keith values the fr- the friends he made along the way. Ooh. That's what's yes. important to you. <laughs> yeah. It's the power of friendship. It's the power of friendship. That I would pay for. He's paying for the power of friendship. I, I got another really good one, though. I would pay more than seven fifty a day, probably, if to see, like, one of my favorite directors, like, to be on set for a day and, like, just get to be like a fly on the wall and like watching everything and like asking questions and stuff. Who's one of your favorite directors? Uh, for that, I'd probably want to go like, um, 
Maybe like David Fincher. That'd be pretty cool. Or like Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson would be kind of different because they're so low budget films. Okay, I have um, to ask though. So we're saying seven fifty, which I it's I assume anything less than seven fifty all the way down to free would be fine, obviously. Yeah. yeah I think what is the hard. max you would pay for this? For the Star Wars thing? For, for like no, for like oh. like a tour of Apple or being on set with your favorite director. Like what is your upper limit in cost? That's pretty close to it at the moment, I think. It it wouldn't be much higher. You, well, you say at the moment because it's what you can afford, or yeah, like if I made let's say thirty thousand more a year, I'd probably do like two k. So there's like a point where you just don't care and you would just spend whatever amount of money it takes. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I, I don't plan on having kids. Might as well use my money. Same. You said same, but you also won't change your last name, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say I won't change my name last time. I just said at that time, when I was in fucking year 11, I didn't have the money to change my last name. Actually, I did have the money to change my last name, but um, I just bought phones every three months. True. I, need, I needed that, that um serotonin, that copium. I feel like copium. you should live somewhere not in your with your parents before you change your name in this scenario. Because I feel like you might get smothered in your sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I plan on moving out very, very soon. But, you know, coronavirus. Yeah. That definitely makes it harder. My friend Winston lives in Sydney, I think. He could uh, be roommates with you. I, I don't think I could deal with roommates. My friend recommended, like, wanted to move out with me. And I was like, dude, we went on a holiday with, I went on a holiday with you once. And um, if we were roommates within one month, I would definitely murder you and I'd be in jail. Winston is a fantastic cook, and uh, does he cook vegetarian food? Does he cook? Vegetarian? I'm sure he could. Right. Easily, just take out the meat. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's 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 wrap up. Uh, song recommendations. I'll Who go wants first. to go first? Right, I'll do it. it. Uh, my recommendation, after a little bit of a conversation on the Discord, um, about math rock and post rock, um, is one of my favorite post rock. Uh, sorry, math rock album. I still don't understand the difference between them, to be honest. I haven't researched it. I still believe that in terms of Japanese artists, there is no difference. Um, it's Hyake's um, song called Hon Oyomu, or Read a Book. That's Hon Oyomu. Um, it's a Japanese math rock band, purely instrumental. Um, and I really like it. The melodies are really good. I think um, Hyake's uh, drummer is one of the best. Best in the business as well. So if you're a drumming fan, this one doesn't have as good of a drumming as other songs, but if you're a drumming fan in general, definitely check out Hyake. Yeah, that's my one. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. F- fucking Jason is already asked, is finding people to play uh, A-Rab and League of Legends with, whatever. All right. I uh, love it. <laughs> all right, I, I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with the uh, the British synthwave band Gunship. I don't know how to describe synthwave. I, I guess it's sort of like looking back at sort of like the uh, old '80s, like shoegaze and sort of like electronic music, but sort of making it more modern, making it more more poppy. But yeah, it's the British uh, synthwave band Gunship. Their song is "Fly for Your Life." It actually has an excellent music video. It's like a very interesting music video done creatively through computer animation. So I recommend watching the video too. 
Who's next? Me or Keith? Keith I'll go. I'll go, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It was very quiet. Um, <laughs> Claro put out a new album, so I just put her first single. It's the only thing I've listened to off of it. I liked her first album a lot. What so is that? Uh, what type of music? It's like indie, like soft. Uh, you ever heard the song Bags? I don't think I have, but potentially. Yeah. Is it indie folk, indie pop, indie rock? No, it's more what, like what, indie what? pop. It's like... Okay, that's good. It's like you can tell she started making music alone in her room, like on her like... Uh, like bedroom pop. Yeah. Kind of, that bedroom pop is a fantastic describer for that's it, actually. Great. That's, that's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this song's called Amoeba, and it's by Claro. I would actually listen to Bags first if you haven't heard it, though. That song was a banger. All right, producer, producer Keith? Uh, I'll go with Graveyard by Halsey uh, because the music video stars uh, Sydney Sweeney who has a movie coming out on September 10th called The Voyeurs on Amazon Prime and everybody should watch it. Okay. I'll watch it. Um, I I just got Amazon Prime to watch um, to watch uh, Evangelion. I have it for everyone. Ads, take, send us home. Take us home. All right. If you liked what you heard, and if you didn't like what you heard, regardless, if you want to support us and support our endeavors to go on Disney Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser or for ads to burn down a stadium after his favorite rugby league team wins, um, you can support us at www.coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash the jujus. And you can support us monetarily. Otherwise, just listen to us is enough, honestly. Um, so thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys when we catch you guys. Later.